We'd like to say good morning to everyone, amen, and good morning to our online community that is listening in. We just praise God for each one of you, amen. But we're going to teach this word this morning. I'm going to pray that I'm I'm a teacher. I'm not a hooper. Some people are hoopers. I'm not a hooper. I'm a teacher. Amen. And we want to go back. We did something on Wednesday night, and uh, we began to talk about the war room. And as we spoke about the war room on Wednesday, uh, I had in my mind, um, I I, I had heard the Lord say one thing, and when I began to um, deal with it, he was talking about the language of the kingdom. And it just wouldn't fall in my spirit. And so the Lord said, no, you, you need to go back because you're not finished. He said, not only those that were here on Wednesday need to hear this word, I heard this word, but those that weren't here on Wednesday, they also need to hear this word. And we pray that those that are, that are coming, that uh, they will be able to, uh, they will hear it, they'll go on Facebook or uh, somehow way we'll, we'll be able for them to get this word. Amen. So we're going to talk about our topic is called War Room. It's called War Room. That's where we were on Wednesday. And God has added more. It's not a part two because you need part one and two. So you, I, put, I put it all together so that I won't say so they will make sense, but so nothing will be left out. Nothing will be left out. Heavenly Father, have your way. We thank you right now. Move in this place, mighty, as you've already done. And, God, we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. How many of y'all know you win a battle? We're in a spiritual battle. Amen. I'm not talking about this stuff around the world, but there's a greater, a greater battle that we're in. We're in a spiritual battle. All right? And God says this is a, the season of war. This is the season of war. And so we're going to go to the book of St. Matthew, chapter number 6. St. Matthew, chapter number 6. And we're going to begin reading at verse number 5. We're going to start reading at verse number 5. St. Matthew, I mean, yeah, St. Matthew, chapter number 6, verse number 5. Now, verse number 5 says, And when thou prayest, Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to stand praying in the synagogues and in the churches and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward in heaven. So they have their reward, okay? So in other words, a hypocrite is a stage player. It's a stage player. Now, Verse number 6, which I, I don't think I am put up there, but I need to read verse number 6 because that's the key component in St. Matthew chapter number 6. Now, verse number 6 says, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth it, in secret shall reward thee openly. It will reward thee openly. Amen. Now, first thing we need to understand is about praying. About prayer. Okay? Prayer is a connecting, uniting 
Whenever you pray, you're connecting and you are uniting to a source. This source is an invisible source, but it has unlimited power. This is where every believer uh, don't fully understand the power of prayer because there are so many prayerless Christians, uh, believers, because we are disciples, that's in this world. So we have to understand that the source that we connect to has unlimited power. God's power is not restricted. God's power is unlimited. Now, looking at verse number six, it says, but thou when, but thou when, when is not optional, but thou when, not but thou if you pray, but it says when you pray, so it's not optional. So when you pray, when you're communing with the one that has unlimited power, he says, uh, enter into the closet. Now, that word enter there means to make a conscious decision to follow the directions of God. You're going to make a conscious decision to follow the directions of God. And the directions of God is you enter into your closet. Now, your closet is your prayer room. Your closet is your war room. Remember the Lord says this is a season of war? So he is saying now you got to make a conscious decision to enter into a secret chamber where you're going to commune with God. In that secret chamber, in your prayer room, this is where there are no interruptions And then he tells us you need to shut the door, close the door to the outer world of distractions. When you enter in to your war room, I mean, we had war this morning. I don't know how many of y'all realize that, but we had war this morning. Amen. We had war going on. Amen. But there comes a time when you have to uh, uh, trust the God that you're communing with in that war room, in your closet. Now, the first thing we got to understand, God is saying, we've got to shut off our minds from the outer world's distractions. Because if you don't shut off your mind of the outer world distractions, you'll lose focus and you're just wasting time. That's why I say, don't, don't, thank you, Holy Spirit, I hear you. He said, don't take your phone into your closet. Nothing is that important. Nobody is that important. Nobody is that important that you would interrupt your communion with God. You're going to see why the devil likes to interrupt. Your communion with God, your uniting with with the, the one that has unlimited power, the adversary will bring distractions. All right? Then he says, now in verse 6, he says, oh, when you enter in your, in your private chambers, you shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the door. You got to shut the door to our minds. You got to shut the door. Mind is, your mind is spirit. You got to shut the door to it. Because the adversary, he loves to come and say and do different things. Amen. He loves to come and do 
different things to distract us. And you don't want to be distracted in your secret chamber, in your prayer room. Amen? Because that is where you go to war. That's where you, you go to war. Now, remember we talked about, he said, shut the door. You got to shut the door uh, on the things that will cause uh, uh, an infiltration into your mind. Now, let's go now. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter number 10. 2 Corinthians chapter number 10. 2 Corinthians chapter number 10. It says, for the weapons of our warfare. Warfare is a military term. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So that let me know strongholds are not coming from the bottom up, but it's coming from top down. All right? Pulling down strongholds. Now, look at, look, look now, let's look at the next verse. Verse number five. It says, casting down imaginations. You got to cast down these images. And then it says, and every high thing that exhorted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Remember we talked about the mind. All right. He says, we have to bring into captivity. Why? We have to understand when it talks about bringing every thought into captivity, thoughts are seeds. Thoughts, our thoughts are seeds. They can either be positive or negative. See, your thoughts can become your enemy. Your thoughts can become your enemy. All right? Now, Dr. Mellon said something, I don't know what was last week. I don't think it was this week. It might have been this week. But he thought I wasn't listening. He thought, he thought I wasn't listening because I keep a straight face on. You know, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm going to hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm going to hear what you're saying, you know. And, and, and so he says this now. He says now, uh, in, in that conversation with him, he says, when thoughts are released from heaven, they are pure. When God released thoughts, the thoughts from heaven, his thoughts, his thoughts are pure. But the thing is, when it reaches mankind, it, we can either use it or allow those thoughts to be either positive or negative. Hmm. Interesting about your thoughts, right? I don't know about y'all, but I had some negative and positive thoughts this morning, right? Hey, man, I see, I, I see some brothers and sisters. And, mm-hmm. but, but, but we got to understand, when those thoughts was released from heaven, they were pure thoughts. But the problem is, is when the thoughts reaches mankind, then we take those thoughts and it's either negative or it is positive. Amen? All right. Now, we're talking about the war room. This is a season of war. This is a season of war. This is why it's so important that we get in our secret chambers, get into our war room, and go to battle. We've got to go. I'm not talking about a physical battle. That's the problem with the body of Christ now. We like to go to, to bat. Uh, we like to fight in the physical, in the natural. No, you've got to fight the devil in the spiritual because the devil is spirit. 
what does the Bible say? We fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. See, we have to learn where our enemy is. And when we learn where our enemy is, he doesn't have a chance. He does not have a chance. All right? So we've got to bring those thoughts into captivity. When we enter into that prayer room, when we go in there to go to battle, every thought, everything that will cause a distraction to us, we've got to remove those thoughts from our mind. they got to be removed. All right. Now, let's go to Isaiah chapter number 55. Let's go to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter number 55. Isaiah chapter number 55. Remember I told you the thoughts come, that comes down from the Lord, they're pure thoughts. Now, Isaiah chapter number 55, verse number 8 says, For, God speaking, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, praise God. Neither, I heard somebody say, well, <laughs> for, my, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Because, you know, sometimes, I don't know about y'all, sometimes I like to call down fire from heaven. Can I be real? Can can we be real? Amen. I I like to call down some fire from heaven. But what Jesus told his disciples was, you don't even know what spirit you are. You're of the spirit of the devil. So so we've got to understand now, Jesus is saying here, God is saying, and he says, for my thoughts. See, God's thoughts are divine. God's thoughts are holy. God's thoughts are pure. And then he says, "Neither, uh, neither are your ways. My way, said the Lord, because, you know, sometimes we'll we mess up some stuff, right? If they don't do it my way, you know. So, so we've got to be very, very, very careful, all right, Because when we go into that, that war room, because I'm going to tell you, this is the season, and I don't even know how long this season is going to be. This is the season of war. This is the season of war. That's what the Lord is saying. We got to understand what season we're in. It is the season of war. It is a season of war. We got, we've got to, we got to get, uh, the Holy Spirit is emphasizing. He said, we've got to get in our prayer closet. Somebody said, well, well I'm, you know, I got clothes. Listen, your prayer closet can be, as you're driving down the highway, you make sure if you're going to pray, you pull over to the side because you might kill somebody. And please don't shut your eyes and drive and say, I'm praying. Because we do have some fools out there, right? I'm not talking to the one that's driving toward us. I'm talking to the one that's sitting up behind the steering wheel. That's going to pray with their eyes closed. Okay? So we've got to learn that, no, and we're going we're gonna to see that in the Scripture, no matter what's going on, we've got to learn as the unction of the Holy Spirit comes, that we will enter into that prayer room and we will begin to war with the devil. I ain't talking about warring with your brother and your sister. I'm talking about warring with the devil. Why do you think he, he runs havoc the way he does? Because he, he knows that most believers don't even understand that he even exists. We think it's just us. No, there is a spirit behind the things that we do. We've we got to understand that. We've got to understand that. You know, he says, now the heavens are higher than this earth, and so are my ways, uh, um, and his thoughts higher than our thoughts. Praise be to God. Amen. Now, now, let's go to Isaiah 
chapter number 26, and we're going to look at verse number 2. Some of, the, some of you have heard this, but we're going to continue, all right? Because God said everybody needs to know what season we're in. We're, we're in war. We're in war. So we've got to get in our war room. Amen? Now, Isaiah chapter number 26, verse number 20. Verse number 20. Verse number 20. Now, the first word is come. Now, come is an invitation. God is given an invitation. Come. You've got to make a conscious decision to come. Then he says, he didn't say the sinner. He said, my people. He said, my people. Then he tells us to enter thou into thy chambers, with an S. Then he says, and shut thy doors, with an S, about thee. Hide thyself as if it were for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. Now, you got an invitation. You're going to enter. You got to make a conscious decision to go into your chamber, your secret chamber, your prayer room. You got to make a conscious decision. Conscious decision. Now, it talks about chambers, it talks about doors. Chambers and doors are access points. There are access points. He's saying, that's what he's saying. Now, these access points hmm, mm, 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 that you're going to enter into. And I said, well, God, what are some of these access points that's going to be a problem for us when we enter into that war room? He says some access points are your mind. Mm-hmm. And then he says your ears. These are access points. That's why when you enter into your prayer closet, you got to be careful about those thoughts that you're taking in when you go. Because you don't want them to be your thoughts. You want them to be God's thoughts. Because, you know, if some of us, when we pray, we, we, we got a, well, as they say now around Christmas time, we got a Santa Claus list. Mm-hmm. Now what we got? We got a list. Not the laundry list, but we got that other list. You know what I'm saying? All those things that we want. We don't wait for the Holy Spirit to speak to us to tell us what we need to pray about. So you got to bring, the Bible says, you bring every thought into captivity. See, those thoughts are elevated. Sometimes we think things, you're like, where did that come from? Did it come from you or did it come from the devil? Where did that thought come from? You say to yourself, where in the world, that, where did that thought come from? That's not part of me. That's not part of my character. you got to know the source that's behind your thoughts. Anybody get so angry you want to lay somebody out? Well, you know, the, the devil don't tell you the consequences behind laying somebody out on your job. You know what the consequences are? You're going to get fired. But the devil had put that thought in your mind. He said, one more word to me, I'm going to lay him out. Anybody been there besides me? <laughs> I, I can be real, right? You know, 
Deliver for me, deliver me from these self-righteous. I'm gonna call them Christian because we are disciples. We're disciples. Because we all had some thoughts that was not godly. Amen. Amen. Mm, Brother Phillip. Brother Phillip. These holy, righteous folk, you know, pretending they ain't had no thoughts. Come on. Come on. How is the world going to be saved if we that profess the name of Jesus Christ don't tell the truth? Wow. Tight, but it's right. All right. Thoughts. Then he says, see, these access points, the ears. Now, let's, let's go to the book of Job. Let's go to the book of Job. Let's go to the book of, of Job. Let's go to the, the book of Job. Job chapter number 33. Job chapter number 33. See, God knows man. God knows, God knows mankind. God knows us. He says, this is what he does. This is what God does to mankind. He says, then he openeth the ears of men. But then he says, and sealeth their instruction. He opened up our ears, our spiritual ears, and then that which the instructions that he gives us, he quickly seals it, seals it back up. And this is the reason why. Verse number 17. 17 says that he may withdraw man from Whose purpose? God's purpose? His purpose. And hide what? Pride from man. See, the ears are access points. Job, Job was very specific, and he began to talk about that. Because he knows that mankind is notorious to want to uh, 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 do his purpose as well as uh, become prideful. Become prideful. Prideful. If God ever exalted you from poverty to a few coins, <laughs> I tell you some of us will, wouldn't even speak to one another. Some of us will stop even probably coming to church because we think thinking God. Do y'all not know God, the word says God takes up one and takes down another. He puts one up and he takes another down. So you got to be careful, and God has to be very careful when he blesses his people. Because sometimes we become prideful. And let me tell you something about that pride. The Bible says, I'm only giving you what God's word says. The Bible says, right before fall, pride cometh. It says, pride cometh. Cometh means it's on its way. Pride cometh right before the fall. Anybody ever fail and wonder how you got there? Well, check out, the, check out the first part of the scripture. It said pride. So that means we have got a problem with pride, that we're operating in the spirit of pride. That's the answer to somebody's questions, okay? <laughs> that is the answer <laughs> to your question. Well, why did this happen to me? I, I, well, check out what the Bible says. Pride cometh right before the fall. All right? Now. Remember now, we've we, we got access points. And we got to be careful that when we go into the war, our war room, our secret chambers, 
that we shut down this thing mind because it's spirit. All right? We got to shut it down. Because if you don't shut it down, it will take completely control. It will take completely control. Now, you got to remember now, we're in the war room. It's a season of war. You've got to find that designated place where you can go to war. War is a military term, okay? It is a military term, all right? Now, let's go to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 2 Timothy. Let me see if I can find it here. 2 Timothy chapter number 2. 2 Timothy chapter number 2. Excuse me. 2 Timothy chapter number 2. And we're going to begin reading at verse number 3. 2 Timothy chapter number 3. It says, Thou therefore endure hardness as a, what kind of soldier, Jesus Christ? A good soldier. A good soldier. Thou therefore endure Heart. In other words, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> but he's telling us we've got to endure. In this season that we're entering in, we're going to have to endure hardness, difficult times, as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And then he says something very significant in verse number 4. Verse number 4 says, No man that warreth, let me back up. When he says no man, he's not talking about gender. He's talking about mankind, all right? No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. Now, we've got to remember now we are soldiers in this army. And because we are soldiers in this army, we cannot entangle ourselves in this life. We can't do that. Entanglement, you're all twisted up in something. Have you ever thought about, when you're talking about the military, they are separated from the public. They're separated. They got their own little place where they keep them, right? It's totally different. And it, they have a reason for that. That, that is how, how it is when it comes down to the believer. We've got to learn to how to separate ourselves so we will not become entangled or ensnared. How many of y'all know that the devil wants to ensnare you? He wants to entrap you. So, so we've got to be very careful because, see, we are part of God's army. And, and, and our, our pleasure is to please the Father, please him who has chosen him as a soldier. We've got to be able to please God because he has chosen us to be soldiers in this army. We've got to please Father. We've got to please him. Not man, but we've got to please the Father. All right? It's so imperative that we learn to go into battle. It's very important that we learn to go into battle. Why it's so important to, to, to go into spiritual warfare. It's very important. This world cannot be delivered the way it is, and the reason why is because we are fighting a spiritual war. Let me tell y'all something. That battle over there with Israel and, and Gaza and all that stuff, we may think it's natural, but it's really a spiritual battle. Good against evil. It's a spiritual battle. 
It's a spiritual battle. But I wonder how many believers are literally praying, literally praying for God's will, to get them on their face, you know, getting on their knees to begin to pray. Let me tell you all something about the war room. Let me tell you about the war room. First of all, we've got to understand this. Supernatural events take place when you go into your war room. Supernatural events go into your war room. When you go into the war room, supernatural events take place. I'm not telling y'all something I don't know. I'm telling you something that I do know. I'm telling you something that I've actually done. Now, is it going to get easy? I'm going to tell you something. For the past three weeks, four weeks, boy, I've been wore out. In spirit of battle. But it's okay. Because when you see the results, how many of y'all got loved ones that need Jesus? How, how many of you all have, have people, friends, and, and, and uh, relationships that you need God to turn their life around? Amen. The results is when you go into your war room, in your secret place, supernatural things take place. God told me other he said, shut up, Brendan. God ever told y'all to shut up? <laughs> Thank you, sister. Me and you on the same, we run in the same vein. Right? We run in the same vein. Because sometimes God won't tell us to shut up. So he can speak. He can show. All right, now, supernatural events takes place. Not only that, it's a place where miracles are performed. In your war chamber, in your war room, that is where miracles take place. Miracles take place. When you, I pray to God, when y'all leave from here this day and those that there that's listening online, when, when you leave here today, you'll be so infused with the knowledge and the power of God and the power that God has placed on the inside of you and the things that will happen when you go in the war room, you won't have a problem praying. Because most, most people got a problem praying, right? They don't like to, you know, Spend no time with God. They don't want to spend no time with the master. They don't want to set aside any time with God, okay? And then the next thing is where we, talking about the war room, where we go to battle on our knees. If you're going to fight the devil, you've got to fight him on your knees. You've got to fight him on your knees in your war room, in your secret chamber. This is where you got to fight him. You got to fight him on your knees. You got to fight him on your knees. This is what's got to happen. I'm going to tell y'all something. If I hope, hopefully I won't forget. Y'all praise that something God need to bring back to my remembrance. All right? All right. Now, the next thing is, is where our eyes are open and see that there are more for us than against us. I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it now. You know that, that gentleman that's saying amen kind of loud in the back there? He was on my mind all week. I even went on his Facebook page to see I could connect with him. But you know how I connected with him? Oh, God, I feel it. Mm. It was in my war room. I had no idea, Brother Herbert, you were going to show up. 
But all week long, God put you in my spirit. And I went to war. Don't tell me the war room don't work. Don't tell me that. I know too much about it. I know too much about that war room. I had to take another look. I said, God, is it? I know how how powerful if you can just get in that closet and just shut out the whole world and allow the Lord, the Holy Spirit, to speak and bring things to your remembrance. What God would do. I gotta get to my last scripture. Let me get to my last scripture. I'll get caught up and I'm gone. I'm sorry, y'all. Don't take much for me to get gone now. Don't take much for me to go. Don't take much now. Some folk got to be pumped. But baby, I ain't got to be pumped. I'm pumped for I leave home. Because I've been in the war room. And I see the results. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Mm-mm-mm. Our last verses. First King, I hope I wrote this down right. All right, let me see. No, no. Let me see where I'm supposed to be. Second Kings, I think. Second Kings, I think that's where I'm supposed to be. Second Kings, thank you, Holy Spirit. Second Kings, thank you, Lord. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Second Kings. Second Kings chapter number six. Second mm. Kings chapter number six. And we're going to begin reading in verse number 15. You see, whenever you're in battle, everybody can't see what you see. See, it's when you're in that war room and you're in, you're in commune with God. One has unlimited power. This is what happens. All right, Second Kings chapter number 6, verse number 15. Verse number 15. It says, And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? Hmm. They saw the enemy, the servant. But the servant saw was he saw the saw defeat. God said we're no longer servants, but we are his friends. He saw defeat. He saw the enemy. He said a lot of times when we see things all around us we, and we see that it's the enemy, we think about defeat. All right? Now, verse number 16 says, here comes now Elijah saying, and he answered, he tells him, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. That them represents your enemy. But you got to understand there are more for us. There are more with us. See, sometimes we have 
restricted vision and we can't see. All we see is the enemy. What the enemy is doing. We got restricted vision. But look at the man of God. First thing he does is he addresses hmm, the fear that we have. He addresses our fear. And then what he says now, our last verse, verse number 17, it says, And Elisha prayed. What did he do? He prayed. <laughs> See, you can go in your prayer cards while you're while you on the battlefield. I believe we did it this morning. Amen. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Did not the glory show up? Yes, the glory showed up. The glory showed up. See, y'all got to be able to recognize this stuff when it takes place. You got to be able to recognize it. That's God, the move of God, the move of God. See, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. We're fighting against spirits. He said he prayed in his closet. And he said, and say it, Lord, remember this unlimited power. I pray thee. He says, open his eyes that he may see. He had restricted vision. His servant had restricted vision. All he saw is what he saw. But the man of God spoke and said, Lord, open his eyes so that he may see. See, the man of, man of God or the woman of God, you see victory where others see defeat. You see victory where others see defeat. So he prays now and he tells him now, open his eyes that he may see. Watch this. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, watch this. The mountain was full of horses. Horses represents power and chariots of fire round about Elijah. In other words, he saw unseen forces. Do y'all not know we've got a host of unseen forces, angelic beings, all around us. And I don't care what the enemy brings, you got to be able to see that. Let me tell you how crazy I am, y'all. Tell you how crazy I am. I've been, I've been, I've been, you know, walking through my home and I've been praying through my house and, you know, and casting out anything that's not supposed to be 